Wade Wilson, a.k.a. Deadpool. Let's go get our fuck on. Just in case you think you were tuned into the incorrect podcast, you are listening to Nerd Out Podcast. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was appropriate. I am, as always, uh, Jen Spears. And joining me today, as always, is uh, my friend Sandra Felcher. Yeah, I'm still here. Hello. He's still here. Um, we are once again missing a third of our party, Mr. Mm, Robert Lloyd. That's it. In Rob, In lieu of Rob's... Uh, in lieu of Rob's absence, no, in Rob's absence, we have a special guest who I'm going to let Sandra introduce to you all. Oh, yes. It is comedic Melbourne rapper Clue, avid listener of the podcast, which helps. It's true. Thank you. How are we doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Your Absolutely. name's Luke, though, and we're going to call you You can Luke. call That's me whatever you'd like. So you call me Al? You can call me Jay. Yep. Can- <laughs> that one went, woo! Okay. No. That was an old person joke for you there, Luke. Um, cool. I just was going with The Simpsons. See, uh, see, Simpsons mm. quotes go over my head. That's disappointing. I know. I've, I don't talk. I don't like to talk about it. Um, tell us a bit about yourself. What have you been up to recently? Well, what What makes you a nerd? Just lots and lots of comic books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Comedy hip hop, as uh, as Sandra mentioned. What's comic comedic about it? Uh, the content. Yeah. yeah so yeah. the lyrics. It's uh, just think like Jerry Seinfeld. Cool. Just like observational humor, but in, but in rap. That's cool. Yeah, so yeah, I just so like to tell stories like that. Awesome. Mm. It's lots of fun. It is a lot That's of fun. good to have you here. We are, uh, this week, um, we all went and saw, we're going to talk about DP, not Double Penetration 2. Uh, <laughs> wow. There is the, a real theme this episode. I think. I'm trying to keep on, on trend. Uh, no, not Double Penetration 2, it takes two to tango, but Deadpool 2. You guys did see that though, right? I did. <laughs> You did? Uh, no. <laughs> I went to the wrong cinema. They both said DP on the ticket. Um, we, <laughs> we all went and saw Deadpool 2. Uh, we will talk about that a bit later. Um, but first, as per usual, mm. we got to ask a question. It's an old what? question. Yeah. How it's old is it? Older than Robert Lloyd. I can say oh, that because he's not here. That's very old. And he can't yeah. hit me. <laughs> older than Rob Lloyd. Older than time itself. Uh, an age old, you might say. Uh, the question I'm talking about, of course, is what have you, me, us, what have we as a collective <laughs> been consuming lately? Uh, Other than the cheeseburger I ate half an hour ago, which is not sitting well. Amazing. Um, we might begin with our guest. What have you been consuming lately, Clue slash Luke? <laughs> I, I demand to be... Referred to as Clue slash Luke. Great. The rest of All right. Episode. Great. It's like a fan fiction. Clue That's slash it. Luke. I ship them. That's it. That's what the audience will be consuming. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. I've been just like watching, just re-watching shows. Cool. I've just been watching Community again. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm on season six. And i got to say, everyone who hates on season six, I-, I love season six of Community. It's really weird and different, but it's still Community. I can't remember season six very well. That's because Donald Glover's gone and Shirley's okay, gone. And, that's right. Yeah. Yep, yep, but yep. to be honest well, with you, Chevy. yeah, I-, I still think it's great. It's very community Jim Rash takes a, a bigger role in no, season right. six, and it's so funny. Is that the Yahoo season? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I, don't, I honestly don't think I've seen it. I think I gave so up. So essentially what happened was Community did get cancelled in season five after like four years of making it through, but because of the six seasons in a movie thing, <laughs> Yahoo... They yeah, well, Yahoo essentially decided they were going to start their own streaming service, made it, purchased Community, made Community, and then 
just cancelled. Died. <laughs> yeah, pretty no, Yahoo TV died. I so they essentially like, yeah, well, that's it because Community Season 6 is the only thing it had. Oh, there you go. And it didn't make them any money. And then they were like, we basically sacrificed ourselves in order to get a six <laughs> seasons of community. They took over the team, though. That's a, they that's, did. That's noble. Yeah, so um, that go- leads me to my second thing that I've been watching. I've actually been extremely devastated for the last few weeks. I don't know if you guys saw all the insane cancellations by Fox. Yes. Um, yep. So, here's the thing. My <coughs> newsfeed was blowing up with people in support of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which mm-hmm. is great. Love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Watched the finale for that last night. Fantastic. And it got renewed at NBC. But yep. the show that I really, really want to see renewed is Will Forte's Last Man on Earth. Mm. You guys seen that? Uh-huh. No, we did mention that in the last episode. Yeah, and we I couldn't remember his name, but Will Forte. Will Forte. Will Forte. That's yeah. it. Yes. But uh, fantastic show. It was created by... Um, Chris Lord and no Chris Miller and uh, uh, Phil Lord. Yeah, Lord and Miller. Yeah, uh, I always get their names mixed up because the main character's name, played by Will Forte, is Phil Miller. Sure. Based on the two of them, um, and that show has been running well for the last four years. Oh. Finally, leading into this plot line that Will Forte has been wanting to do for four years. Mm. Oh no! And then they canned it, but they left this massive cliffhanger. So I've been on, like, the petitions trying to get him to go. And Cleopatra Coleman, the Australian actress, is in the series as well. Mm. So I, like, tweeted it to all of them, and she was, like, retweeting me. So Ooh. I'm like, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, so I've uh, all over Reddit. I'm trying really hard to do <laughs> Yeah, a one man. I wish I was a lot bigger than I am so that I could uh, be posting to my You fans. never know. You've been on Nerd Out podcast now, That's Luke. it. So uh, just up. everyone, just get on there. I'm Last Man on Earth. If you haven't seen the series, watch it. And then sign the petition, or the other way around, so hopefully it gets going sooner rather than later, because that show is great. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, and then the last thing I watched this morning was um, James Franco's doco, uh, Saturday Night, which was what he did for his Harvard uh, film. Is it weird? It's not. uh, He is. He is very strange. But no, it's actually really interesting. It's... uh, Essentially, he just sat in on a week of Saturday Night Live and filmed the process. Cool. cool. Um, So it starts on, like, the Monday where they're all pitching ideas to John Malkovich was the host. Okay. It was 2008, I think, what the episode was. Yeah. Uh, John great. Malkovich was the host, and, yeah, it just starts Monday with them all pitching ideas and then goes through the process, him interviewing everyone, them writing 50 scripts to yeah. cut down to nine, to cut down to whatever for time. It's, yeah, really full-on. Full-on process. You only have a week. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, Will Forte is actually in the cast at the time and he's talking about it saying he got 25 hours sleep the week before Jesus. on their writing day, hmm. which is Monday, Tuesday. They have 24 hours to write as many scripts as they can. Um, and he's like, yeah, well 24 hours sleep. sleep. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And he's saying, but he's saying to the uh, producers and to James Franco, he's like, you guys are only feeling tired at 7 a.m. because... This is your first time doing it. You get used to it yeah, every yeah, week. Yeah. It's the same thing, you know. I got 25 hours sleep, sleep last hunt. week. Yeah. Got two hours sleep tonight. Yeah, we're all good. It's fine. <laughs> Body gets used to anything. Right? But yeah, that's that's a really good one, and I would definitely recommend checking it out. Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you. Sandro? Um, I have been slowly working through The Walking Dead Season 3, so the game I, I mentioned in the last episode, A New Frontier Telltale Series. I gave it one thumb down. Because uh, right. after the fantastic first two seasons, this one is just really painful because every character sucks aside from the main one who you can't play. Um, uh. Uh, so I'm three episodes in now. Yep. It's getting better. It's very uh, theatrical. Yeah. There are moments where like a character will say something and then it just zooms in on them. <laughs> it's like, that, that, it's like that soap will, opera. It's just weird. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> Dramatic music. There's some cool decisions and like dialogue choices, but for the most part, it doesn't really feel like anything I'm doing is affecting the game, which is a real shame, which is what you want in a Telltale series. Um, and also, episode three, which I played last night, glitched out like crazy. I had to restart the game like four times every single chapter just to, to make take sure. Take out the cartridge, blowing the cartridge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you brother to hold it down for you so yeah. it yeah. continues to go. Exactly. <laughs> but, um. Oh, Nintendo. <laughs> I'd probably change my rating to a schmear. Oh, no. It's slightly better. Okay. Oh, no, that's good. It's yep. getting better, but it's just, I don't know. It, there's something fun about just being a dick to everyone in the game as well, because I don't care about anyone, so I'm just like, I'm just going to... I'm enjoying that we've recorded so um, so close together, because I'm able to hear your progress of this yeah, game, as opposed to, like, two weeks down the track, you being like, I finished it, it was shit. <laughs> Hearing, feeling, like, listening to your progress is interesting. It's like, yeah. It's new for me. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just working through it so I can play season four when it comes out. Uh, but yeah, it's whatever. Like, one, yeah, like a schmear at the a moment. A high schmear? Um, or still a low schmear? It's, or just a, a it's still a pretty low schmear. Yeah, I would say more level okay. than, than low. Uh, aside from that, I've been listening to Courtney Barnett's new album on repeat, Tell Me How You Really Feel. I'll tell um, you how I really feel, Courtney. <sighs> wow. I never got on board. I could never get on board. Um, it started out as being like a... I just don't want to be on board something that everyone else is on board for. Like, you know, don't want to jump on the bandwagon. And then I actually listened to her album and I was like, I just don't think it's for me. And that's fine. I can see why people like it. Um, Maybe I'm just unpatriotic, but I find the Australian accent very grating when it's in in music. Okay. In that form. Missy Higgins I love. So, look, I'm... And she (laughs) sings with that kind of accent as well. Don't know. Maybe I'll listen to the new album and I will... Um, or I shouldn't. It's good. No, no, no. It's really good. It's very different. So it's more going back to like her early EPs. Um, because her album was very kind of dry poetry. That's what I did with like, like a about comedic it. Yeah. tone. Not comedic, but you're like she's singing about the the Melbourne trams and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and that's and what like, I think. You know, uh, yeah. Relatable. Um, yeah. Whereas <laughs> th- this one is very much more international. Okay. Uh, there's some great tracks. There's no bad tracks. Like I would still give it two thumbs up. I okay. loved it. Um, I'm just listening to it on repeat, but uh, it's very different to her last one. Um, it's yeah, it's a lot more uh, songwriting rather than lyric focused, which okay. I guess is a good thing. Maybe I'll give if you if you like Cam Cope, you'll really dig this one. Basically. I'm always looking. Like I literally went through my iTunes today because I have my my music playing at work for a change, and I was like going through all my. I was like, fuck, everything I've listened to a thousand times. I need something new. There we go. Mm, that's the one. Maybe I'll give it a go. Maybe. Tomorrow at work Maybe. in the reception area. Yeah. It's more appropriate than some of the things I thought about putting on. So. I could just play Dirty Computer again. I've, play, I've played it three times in a row today. <laughs> <laughs> Along with Leon's new album as well. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been doing. It's been a pretty it's chill. Saw Ocean Alley live at the form. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Um, caught up with Claire again. Good friend of the podcast, Ramaran. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I've been doing. How about you, Jen? Uh, I did just mention Leon Bridges' new album. Um, Don't know how I feel about it. I loved his first album. It was so '60s. It was so Sam Cooke, um, soul, and like it was just beautiful. And it's, it's. I play it nearly every week. So I get. It's just one of those things. I was expecting the same album again, and I didn't get it. It's still great. It's more, um, more modern R and B. Mm. I guess um, pop, not pop, but like more accessible. Um, it doesn't have any of the '60s feel, and that's probably why I don't like that's, it. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, it's it's a cool, it's a really cool album. Um, that's just in passing. I, fin- I finished another book. 
doing a book for a change. Uh, I've read, unfortunately, we didn't actually get to record the podcast for this film, but we all went and saw Ready Player One. Did you not see it? (laughs) Oh, what are you doing? I'm wondering why that that podcast has never happened. It was very convenient for you, Sandro. Anyway, um, I read his other book, uh, Ernest Klein's other book called Armada. I believe it was late, more recent than Ready Player One. Okay. Um, Basic uh, synopsis, uh, the story follows a teenager who plays an online video game about defending against alien invasion, only to find out that the game is a simulator to prepare him and the world for defending against an actual alien invasion. Really great premise. I fucking demolished this book. It had its problems. Um, the premise is awesome. He's playing this game. He sees he sees a ship outside his school window that is the exact ship that he is in his video game. Thinks he's going crazy because okay. his father also had this obsession with games being actual simulators for um, like training people, basically with, from the, the army training. Um, thinks he's going crazy and then gets picked up by this secret association and taken off to had a bit of. Um, uh, Ender's Game feel about it, mm, but in Ender's yeah, Game, right. spoilers if for Ender's Game book and movie, if you haven't gotten around to it, um, they're not aware that it's real. Right. In that, they're doing these practices, turns out they're actually fighting. Whereas this, it's they're taken and they're informed that okay. the f- invasion has taken 40 years and it's been over 40 years and it's involved a lot of pop culture, all of the Star Wars films, all of our, you know, alien invasion pop culture has all been uh, subliminal. Mm. Um teaching us about yeah, right. invasion. So it's still packed with like references and everything like So it's very 80s one. reference and he loves Ernest Klein loves the 80s and so it seems almost like all right we you got all this out of your system in ready player one some of it isn't relevant in this and you it's really like at a pinch relevant. Mm-hmm. Um but still kind of cool it's got some really cool references pop culture references that I always enjoy because I'm a sucker for that. Yeah. Um it had the classic problem with lead up, lead up, lead up, lead up, and then the last maybe 50 pages, suddenly a really convenient solution turns up and they are able to defeat the baddie or whatever, but really like not believable. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately the the ending kind of let itself down, but the rest of the book is like, it's a bit trash. So do you reckon you could see it being developed? Absolutely. After Ready Player One. I reckon there'll be a film. Okay. I'll be up for that. It'd be, it'd be a less, it'd be more, wouldn't be as adult, I think it would be more uh, it gave me the vibes of something, and I can't put my finger on it right now. Um, but it would be probably more of a, a young adult. Well, I guess Ready Player One is kind of young adult, isn't it? Mm, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, it's I, pretty dark. From what I saw, a lot of kids were going to see it with their parents and stuff. Mm. So. Yeah, but when when you think young adult, you're looking at things like Hunger Games and it's all very that sort actually of stuff. yeah, it's that kind of feel. But kids were going to see that regardless. Adults were seeing it like yeah. that. Young adult just I think it'd to be, be like a fine for a both. bit of a cop out. It's. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like when I now that I've seen Ready Player One and, I, and then I read and I read Pl- Ready Player One first, it's almost like he writes like a screenwriter. He writes for the film, like okay, it can yeah. easily be changed. So many of the sequences are so cinematic, and you're yeah. reading it like, and you can imagine it. Obviously, okay. good writing, you should be able to do that. But you can. It's it, it'll lend itself well to not a TV show but a movie. Interesting. Um, and like looking at it, I was like, wow, it, it's quite long, but. Most of the action only happens in the last 100 pages. It's like a 300-page book. Um, so it wouldn't be a terribly long film either. It would, mm. Yeah, I think it would... I wouldn't be surprised anyway, yeah. jumping on the Ernest Klein bandwagon. So yes. I, I recommend it. I give it one was a box office success. So yeah. They should do it, yeah. It's We're not quite as obscure, I guess. Through. It's not quite as obscure as Ready Player One. It's just a pretty basic dude loves video games. He's in the top five in the world. 
they then recruit him as one of the top five pilots in the world to fight this alien invasion. Yeah, and then he finds sort of out. sounds like just a reworked Ready Player One anyway. In a way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I'd still give it one thumb up because I enjoyed it, but it did have its issues, which brought it down from a two thumbs up to Interesting. one thumb up. And that's pretty much it for me. I've been continuing watching The Crown, and uh, Rise is back from its hiatus. So the oh, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's yep. show. Yeah, so right. it's got it's another um, six episodes. Josh Radner? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's... I think I'll hold out until I've seen it all. Um, that's me for the last little while. That brings us to the news headlines. Over to you, Sandro. I'm not going to do the dumb sound effect you gotta today. You've got to do it. Oh. You've got to do it. <sighs> you got to join in with me. Well, Rob will be sad otherwise. Okay. And now it's time for the news headlines. And the laughter at the end is great. And to present the news headlines, over to our presenter, Sandro Fulcher. I've got a couple of trailers, a couple just dropped. Like... A few hours before recording, we got one for Mowgli. 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 They say it both ways differently in the trailer than how Rob tells me to say it. So that's why I'm questioning everything right now. He says Mowgli. He does say Mowgli. It's definitely Mowgli. Mowgli. It's definitely Mowgli. Mowgli's very British. Um, If you go and what another Jungle Book film? We just got one two years ago. Yes, we did. This Mm. is uh, not the Disney version. This is the Andy Serkis version. So he's directing it. Uh, Andy Serkis, of course, the guy behind Planet of the Apes and Gollum and all that. Yeah, we got a trailer. I, it's it's really going on to the dark. Like it's it's pushing the darkness. It's like it's darker version. It's the Jungle Book done by DC. Essentially, it's, yeah, yeah, it's the darker version. <laughs> yeah. It's more like the book. The book's pretty dark. Yeah, um, I just it's don't. It's still a kids' film though. Yeah. it's still like there's nothing I about. Yeah, I don't know. was watching the story and I'm like, I don't know what the timeline is here. He's in a cage, then he's not. And then he's an adult and he's back in the village, but now he's living with wolves. Also, talking animals, when they look that realistic, it looks dumb. Okay. Yeah. For me, they look, the animals look incredible. Then they open their mouth and I'm like, Pfft. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's why Planet of the Apes was so good, because they don't talk that often. Yep. And when they do, it's like, that's kind of believable. This also makes me worried for The Lion King. Oh, yeah, I'm not. I'm yeah. really concerned. That's that's John Favreau though, who did the first one in 2016, Jungle Book. the the Jungle Book, and that was I really was seen that. good. I, yeah, I didn't see it. Either, is that so, live to be action honest, as well? It is. Yeah, not interested. Oh at yeah. All. <laughs> so, what are, do the animals look as real as they do in this one? It's more cartoony, but they look that it's realistic. But yeah. like the whole film kind of has this cartoony grain over it. I can I can rate that, but what I don't is, know. This is more um, visually. It looks amazing. Um, cast-wise, Christian Bale is Bagheera. Uh, uh, Kate, Kate Blanchett, Blanchett is, is the, the snake. I'm so sick of Benedict Cumberbatch, and he's yeah. in this. If you're playing again. a snake and it's talking, you got to do this. You got to elongate yeah. your s's because otherwise you're not. A, you're just not committing. Yeah. in my opinion. Um, I don't. This seems like something that if you're going to see, see on the big screen, but I like, I well, won't. it comes out the day before my birthday, October 20th. Oh my so God, what are we doing for Sandra's birthday? Not seeing this. Going to see <laughs> the Jungle Book, going <laughs> to see Mowgli. Not going to, um, probably not going to see this one. Uh, the but, you Beanbag know. Cinema, I'm all watching the Beanbag Cinema, it'll be really fun. That would, that does actually sound pretty fun. You don't have a choice in the matter. <laughs> oh no, can't we just watch Star Wars instead? <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually. <that's> okay, great. <laughs> um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, meh. Uh, we got another trailer for The Happy Time Murders, <laughs> directed by Brian Henson, of course, Jim Henson's son or grandson. Rob will know. One of them. 
Uh, it's Melissa McCarthy in the world of the Muppets and the Muppets uh, making rude jokes. <laughs> so many rude... I watched this trailer at work and it was funny in the end scene and I was like, oh, is that silly string coming out of him? <laughs> His parts. It looks fun. It looks it like... dumb. It's just Team America again. Yeah. I'm looking at being like, it's cool, but why does it need to be the Muppets? Like, what? It's, it, it's Team America with... The Muppets, I guess. So I caught like half of the trailer, and there was like three jokes to Melissa McCarthy being a dude and Mm. her consistently being like, "No, I'm I'm a a woman." Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) like that was just the half. Then I was like, "All right, I get the point of this." Yeah, (laughs) yeah. This is what this is the level we're at. Underwhelmed by the puppets. Mm. We'll probably watch it, but uh, not really holding out any anything. I don't think I laughed at all during the trailer. I was like, "Oh, okay, sure." Oh, it's. Team America again. I yeah. like that film. I'm gonna go watch it. Look, it yeah. could be one of those <laughs> ones that it, it could be one of those ones that just ends up being like a cult hit, like Team America. Yeah. That you're like, oh no, you've got to see this. Good to but quote. until then, mm-hmm. until like that comes around, I probably won't bother. Yeah, yeah for sure. Joel McHale's in it though. He looks good. Yeah. Elizabeth is Banks. he just playing the puppet from Community? That was oh, that, sure. that, that was Elizabeth Banks, right? I thought I recognised her. Uh, Joel is on the pole. One of the FBI agents or something. Yeah. Yeah, he's FBI. I really hope they Yeah, I'm FBI. What does that mean? Fucking something something. I was like, hilarious, dude. That's so good. He didn't write it. There are also like six writers, according to IMDb. Wow, too many. That could be why. All right, let's get into non-trailer news. Uh, This just dropped. Lego Movie 2, the second Mm. part. It's coming out uh, February 2019. I don't know if it's directed by Lord Miller again. I don't know if any of the cast are returning. I'm guessing Pratt might be in it. I think. I yeah, I think so. when they sort of announced that it was coming straight after the first one, they're like, "It's a direct sequel. Everyone's okay. coming back." That's good. But whether or not that's confirmed now or things mm. have changed, yeah, I liked. I really liked the first one. Surprisingly, I didn't think I would. Mm-hmm. I watched it because it, it was on. I think it was different and. A lot of people were going in with the same attitude of like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. And then you watch it and you're like, oh, wow, was this funny. was really well done. Yeah. And it was the same with Lego Batman, but I think people were sort of Still expecting it. Still haven't seen all of that, actually. People mm. were sort of expecting that after seeing the Lego movie. Yeah. Then they had that idea. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. I mean, it's great. The title, though, the Lego Movie 2, the second part, is very similar to Sharknado 2. The second, the second one. one. So I'm like, oh, you're still Is that the, the official term? Is that the official title? Uh, for Sharknado? For, for um, Lego. That's on the poster, yeah. Oh, so okay. um, There you go. Maybe they could get rid of that, but that's it at the moment. Quickly moving over to DC then. Um, they have announced that the next CW crossover event, that's all the shows like Arrow, Flash and everything, yeah. uh, the next crossover event's going to be set in Gotham and introduce Batwoman. Great. Which is good, um, I think. But... Batwoman <laughs> doesn't need to be teamed up with Batman, but you need a uh, you, need you need an established Batman. You need a bat to have any of these characters. She's also like I'm familiar with a lot of Batman, and Batwoman is one that I don't know that well. No. It's like Batgirl, yeah. sure, sure. You know, um, Catwoman, sure. yeah, Catwoman, sure. Every every other character, and then it seems like Batwoman's just like they're like, who can we get the rights to? Oh, Bat. Yeah, I mean, it's Gotham. Whatever. Mm. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see whether they try and establish it, like, oh, Batwoman's existed and she's the Batman of 
this universe. You know, they've already they name dropped Bruce Wayne a lot. They, okay. So I'm pretty yeah. sure Batman exists. And by a lot, you mean that one time, and it was a really big deal. Three or four times? Because it was the uh, season six one yeah. where Oliver mentioned it, and they're like, oh. That's you know, right, you, you mentioned it on the podcast. You've got to watch this because there's a big name drop happening, and it's just like, oh. Who do you think I am, Bruce Wayne or something like that? And like, there you go, everyone's just like, oh my god. Pause. Did you hear that? It's just uh, the CW, great. Um, <laughs> sure, I'm behind on all of them. Have you seen the Arrow finale? I did see the you Arrow finale. You said it was pretty... Um, <laughs> it was a bit weird, is what you no, kind of said. No, it was... I, I think I know exactly where they're going with the next season. Okay. Just based on the way it ended and previous Green Arrow discussion. Right. Um, are you familiar with years ago the cancelled Green Arrow film? Yeah. Supermax? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the story that All right. they're going to well, run with. Well, they've said that he's going to get a goatee in the next season as well. So. Oh, Finally, the darkest timeline. He, he said... <laughs> Community he, um, <laughs> he said Arrow was only ever supposed to last for five seasons and we did mm. it as five seasons. So if we make it to season six, then I'll have the goatee. And then I was thinking about it the other day and I'm like, he hasn't had the goatee the whole season. What's going on? What's going on? It's like, if I get enough likes, I'll have a goatee. Yeah. <laughs> one uh, like, well, one prayer. Yeah. You'll have to like write it into the show or something and it'll be like a whole character arc because that's Arrow. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Over to Le- Legends then, they have confirmed the team for season four because um, everyone was expecting, you know, a lot of people going to leave after season yeah. three. No, no one's left. Yeah. They've I've just added I've Constantine. I've seen you post in that <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't care because Constantine is incredible mm-hmm. and I was so happy when they announced that he was coming back for the last few episodes and then when they were like, yeah, we were just testing him and now just we're keeping him. Because yeah. even his show, I loved his show. It was good. When NBC oh, cancelled it, hated that. That made me so mad. <laughs> and Cancellations, then when, man. How do you feel about oh, Firefly? Oh, don't even, don't <laughs> even don't get me started. <laughs> we don't, we don't. But That's then the there one. was um, the best one though was when they brought him back and CW brought him across, mm. and then he asks somebody to get him a peacock feather, and then he just like scratches his back with it, and it's like him supposed to be like <laughs> basically fuck NBC is his big thing. <laughs> it was like yeah. a little a little tie in there. He's just like, "Oh no, I didn't need this for any sort of like mystical reasons. I just needed something to scratch my back with." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um I'm excited for him to be back. I mean, the team works. Um I just kind of hope that they would switch it up a little bit more, mm. but fair enough. Um this is great. This is so funny. So cuz Gotham's ending in a year, Epics, I don't know what channel that is, uh, but they are doing an origin story f- for Alfred Pennyworth. Pretty sure it's going to be directly linked to Gotham, yeah. but it's not going to be the actor from Gotham. Because he's younger. It's, it's like the prequels, it's and it's like military Alfred when he's <laughs> Baby Alfred. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the TV series I want to see. Toddler Alfred. Yeah. Toddler Alfred. I mean, we've got to watch it. Because it sounds yeah. so... <laughs> <laughs> Why? I've got too many things to watch. He's so interested to see, too, how it's like... Yeah, we're doing a series about Alfred and being in the military. Like, are they going to, like, drop hints as to how he becomes a butler later on? Yeah. Like, this is the... a, a decu- decorated does, military does soldier. Does Alfred have hidden talents? Like, he's a little bit badass? Does he, do, does yeah, he know well, Kung Fu or Gotham some The Gotham version, shit? yeah. Gotham version, he's supposed to be, like, SAS or something. Yeah, well, I mean, he has to be something because, I mean, it's pretty clever. But he does literally nothing with it at no. all, ever. No. Not uh, that we've seen. Yeah, not really. Maybe we'll see that he's... I mean, I watched pro- one season we'll of Gotham why. and that was it. Do you know what? I reckon he'll kill someone. <laughs> yep. And then he'll be like, fuck this. I I'm can't done. handle it. I'm, I'm going to look after a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or he... Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe he kills someone and then 
their child's orphaned. And then it's like a... And maybe then it's a he thing. killed oh, Batman. Sure. Maybe he killed Bruce Wayne's It parents. was him. And he it just feels him. guilty. That he, sounds, it was a setup. That sounds like a great like setup to like some sitcom <laughs> where he's now going to take care of this... Oh, it's like four would... men and a baby. Oh, whatever it is. Three men and a baby, but it's like Alfred and Batman. Oh, Shit. dear. I mean, great. Gotham, no, Krypton ends in a couple days. Go watch that. Got to see what that origin is like. But this is probably the most important origin. Yeah. Mate, I am Superman obsessed and I still haven't watched Krypton. I, watched I just can't do it. I forgot watched... about it. Well, that's it. I'd seen it pop up and then I listened to you guys and I was like, oh, I, don't know if, oh, I don't know if I can put my time into this. It was all right. Again, I don't really remember fine. it very well. I'm almost certain Green Lantern's in it now. I don't know why. They brought across a Green Lantern, Zod yeah. for some reason as yeah. well. It was like a time travel. Maybe it's Zod. Kryptonite. They the just screen. need some. Yeah, they Ugh. just need some names in there, don't they? Yeah. They're like, all right, Brainiac, Zod. Who else we got? Green Lantern. Throw them in. Something to make this work. Your grandfather, your grandson, Superman. <laughs> Speaking of rubbish origin shows that no one needs, <laughs> uh, that Lord of the Rings show that Amazon is making, Ugh. yeah, it might be all about young Aragorn. <laughs> I love Aragorn, but I don't care. I thought that was yeah, what was happening? Who? Well, yeah, original, I, obviously original, because Tolkien didn't write about Aragorn. Yeah. Like, young Aragorn. Well, because, like, uh, originally they were going to do the trilogy again. They were going to redo the, that thing. But then they were like, maybe we should just... Sorry, go back? They're going to redo what? Lord of the Rings. Why? I don't know. And they are the like... most perfect film uh, uh, book adaptations yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Fucking idiots. Go on. And then they were like, oh, we'll do The Hobbit. No. Nope. We'll do this, the Silmarillion. No, that's too artsy. Oh, man. We well, they put most of that in The Hobbit anyway. True, true, true. And, then, yeah. and now they're like, oh, we'll do a bunch of origins for the characters. So yeah. I just... The fans will love it. Will it's, they? It's fan the pandering. fans hated The Hobbit. It's fan pandering when it comes to Aragorn. So, Young Legolas would be cool. Nah. I'd love a whole TV show set in Riven- Riverdale. Riverdale? Riverdale? You've got it. What's it called? Rivendell. 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 I've already got that. I love it funny. so much. I think what I want to see is, is I want to see Martin Freeman and uh, and Schmaug team up and go on uh, a buddy cop film. Yep, a buddy cop. I don't need to see any more Martin type Freeman. Of, uh, so while. sick of Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, Adult Swim have ordered seventy episodes. I love they've ordered them. Like it's something that's already like made to order. Yeah. Well, this is a thing when everyone was flipping out about the fact that like season four of Rick and Morty wasn't happening. It was like it's definitely going to happen, mm. but they're just discussing finance. Like they're discussing yeah. money. It's a very popular show. Dan Harmon wants more money. It's going to happen. They're going to cave, or he'll take it somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're, they're going to do so 70 episodes, but there was talks that the next season is going to be like 13, maybe 14 episodes long. Yeah. A few right. seasons. That's a fair That was the seasons. only it's good like news to come out of the cancellation day. And I was mm. still so distraught about Last Man on Earth that uh, I couldn't even process Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went, because I'm pretty sure they've already Get over it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sign the petition. I re- remember reading somewhere that they've already written season four, so yeah. it shouldn't be that yeah. far away. So that's good. Uh, and finally, big big spoilers for this. If you haven't seen Infinity War, skip ahead to the speed round. I'm giving you a lot of time. This is a serious spoiler. Big time spoiler. Big old spoiler. Well, is it? I mean, not really. Well, not if uh, not if you're an eagle-eyed viewer like Genevieve. Oh, but if yeah. you haven't seen Infinity War, it's still not that big a spoiler. But go on. It is. Yeah. If you. Yeah. That's. I mean. Okay. If you're still listening and haven't seen it, you don't care at this point. So I'm just gonna drop it. 
Um, Pepper Potts is uh, most likely pregnant. Fucking called it. With and the Iron Baby. If Four. you pop back two ep- three episodes ago and listen to our Infinity War episode, you may hear a point where I say, pretty sure I heard her say, I'm pregnant, mm. while she was spoke- speaking to Tony on the ship and telling him to come home. And it breaks up and you hear, pregnant. Yeah, right. That still may not have been the case. And this just might be a sheer coincidence. But there you go. Women's intuition, maybe. Maybe. That could be it. Worm intuition. Because if they're going to, you know, have her be pregnant, mm. if there's going to be a big time jump. Maybe. Like a couple months, maybe. Maybe. In between the two films. Because, uh, yeah, because I always kind of thought that they wouldn't be able to just pick up straight after it. But maybe yeah. Stark's going to yeah. be lost in space for a couple months, like half a year, <laughs> comes back. While we're on spoilers. Iron baby. <laughs> continuing on the spoilers. This one is actually a big time spoiler, so skip ahead. Do you reckon, like at the end of Infinity War, where, where the click... Does that include fetuses? Oh. Do you reckon? I just had that no, awful didn't. image in my mind of, like, pregnant women suddenly, their babies... I was thinking pets. about this before as well. You know when he killed the Asgardians? Yeah. Yeah. And he killed half? What about when he clicked? Did he then the kill half. another half? Yeah, like so. Half, there's actually like a quarter left Maybe. now, that's true. and like that's really like he's just throwing off his this whole math game. This is me here. just hating Pepper Potts and just wanting her to be pregnant <laughs> just, and then not to be pregnant <laughs> anymore, and then anything bad has happened to her. That's awful. That is uh, bad. Anyway, um, I don't know because were animals affected? I don't think so. No, because animals are fa- are infallible, right? They're not. He's like, it, but it's then, about overpopulation, isn't it? Though, yeah. But then if Rocket. Is uh, he could have just been lucky? Kind of mutated animal, obviously. Like he was, I, I don't know. There's got to be something that was it all it. life in the universe. I think it was. I, I feel like it was, it was all life. Yeah, so maybe animals were affected because otherwise, trees Rocket and stuff was just as well. Oh yeah, well, Groot. Yeah, well, I think it was just that was the half. Anyway, yeah. despite. Anyway, we talked about that. Anyway, if she's <laughs> pregnant, she's almost definitely going to die. In a you know what? And the baby I will survive. The baby will survive, I, and he'll have to raise it himself, and he'll have to choose between family oh, and Iron Man. I told you beforehand, before Infinity War, I wanted him to die, mm-hmm. and I want him to die in the next one now. Yes. Same with Cap. I thought he was Hold up, I want them I just had gone. a thought. Oh. Because everyone's been talking about a Hawkeye TV show, because that would be <laughs> perfect for Hawkeye. Oh, God. Tony Stark Why? dies, his kid then goes to Hawkeye. It's Hawkeye trying to take care of Tony, Tony Stark's, Stark's kid is it's Pepper just Potts like alive? it's nah, nah. Oh, good. it's gone. Alfred Hawkeye it's is Alfred. just like Alfred all over again that's so no that is the series that's yeah. the uh, that's the Alfred series that's coming out it's just Hawkeye that's it that's it wow good I'd watch that that'd be fun <laughs> <laughs> just seeing Jeremy Renner trying to anyway because he's a great comedic actor that could be really funny <laughs> and the child will be played by the kid who plays Will Robinson alright that is the main news we'll jump into speed round Yes. Um, I haven't really stated what separates speed around from normal news for a while, so I guess we'll just... It's just... We just do the news, but try not to go on rants, but we do, and we'll always break the rules. Anyway, uh, we got a trailer for the Sense8 finale. Never watched it. Never watched it. Oh, okay. It's good. Uh, Daredevil <laughs> Season 3, then. Sure. Uh, Never watched it. Wilson Bethel is reportedly going to play Bullseye because they just yeah, wrapped right. shooting um, well no Kingpin, Kingpin. Vincent D- D'Onofrio just wrapped uh, his involvement in season 3 and he's like the main villain for this one again he's I back, think yeah. um, and so it's interesting they're going to bring Bullseye into it um, considering how badly he was done in that <laughs> film so uh, <laughs> good old Ben Affleck I'm not familiar with this actor but could be cool 
Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is in talks to be playing Mysterio in, in Homecoming 2. That'd be good, because uh, if he's doing that, he's not taking over Batman. That is good. That's what's important. Uh, also, Michael Keaton is back in that one, which is cool to see. Josh Brolin wants to revive the Hunchback of Notre Dame. I l- I'm so on the Josh <laughs> Brolin bandwagon. Yeah. I love him, so he can do what he wants, and I'd watch it. I think that is perfect casting. I'm assuming he'd be Hunchback. Oh, yeah. Not uh, Esmeralda. <laughs> I mean, Would why not? He too. could probably do it. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. He could CGI do CGI him, he'll do whatever he wants. Put him in some skirts, yeah. it'd be great. Mm-hmm. Bill and Ted 3's happening. I like the first one. I like one. the first Bill and Ted. I like... Th- I like... I love Keanu Reeves. Parts of the second one. Yeah. There's a lot of people like, Oh my God, greatest news ever, Bill and Ted's background! I'm like, that's nice. Cool. Then yeah. I'm like, I.e. Rob. And then we're like, <laughs> Zoolander was back a couple years ago. Yeah. It's the worst film ever. That's the thing, it's that, that worry that we'll leave well enough alone. Yeah. Don't just... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll I don't see. Know. I don't know. Uh, iZombie is going to end after season five. That's a show that I love. Is um, that the one that's cover picture is the girl and she's like drinking the blood milkshake? Yes. Haven't watched it. It's that's uh, if, Rob Thomas. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, the, if you like Riverdale, you will love okay. iZombie. It's so the... Saying I like trash. So, <laughs> well, it's, true, it's just self-aware and yeah. super fun. The premise is uh, Liv Moore is her name. Love Great. It. Straight Already off the bat. Wow. On board, uh, she becomes a zombie, but it's a weird type of world where to be a zombie, you're basically human. You've got to eat a certain amount of brains a week to, to stay free. human. Wow! But then when you have the brain, you get their memories and their personality. So it's kind of like a cop procedural show. Yeah. Where every episode, she's like got Someone a different an interesting personality. Concept, yeah. Cool. All right. I'll add to the list. It's based off a comic that is fine, and they took. Some elements of it and made it great. Cool. Uh, so it's really cool. Um, I uh, and speaking of zombies, Zombieland two with the original cast coming out twenty eight uh, twenty nineteen. I didn't love the first so, one. I don't remember it. If I don't remember was, loving it, I'm do- if I don't remember, I obviously didn't love well. it. So that's the one with what's his face in it, isn't it? So Woody Harrelson. Yeah, you knew who I meant. Yeah. Emma Stone. Emma sure. Stone. Yeah. And Sarah. Baseball Sarah. bat. I just remember it vaguely, which means I mustn't have loved it that much. Um, I'll have a look, actually. They've been talking about uh, a sequel for ages, and there was a TV show in the works that got, got canned. That's right. Sure, I'll watch another one, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It probably won't be any good, but we'll see. Yeah. Ten years after the first one. That's the news. That's it. Woo, that's the news. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sandra. Moving right along to our main segment, we went and saw Deadpool 2. Um guess we'll go into first impressions okay. move around the table Sandro um, just like the first one I went into it and I was really kind of hesitant mm-hmm. to get into it I don't know why it was uh, I was like that that with the first one took me two watches to really yeah, right. embrace it just because I'm a massive Deadpool fan and because they go okay. for more of a based in reality take for the films whereas the comics are crazy <laughs> yeah yeah, I thought it was really good. Most of the jokes land. Action's pretty solid. It looks really good. Again, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. He's incredible. Domino is so good. Cable's uh, really, really great by, um, by Josh Brolin. Love it. There's just a couple things holding me back again from really embracing this, and that mainly comes down to I love her as an actress, but Maureen from Firefly and Gotham. Oh, Vanessa. Um, yes. Uh, is just, just her presence is like, ah. Uh, really? What did you think? I liked it. I uh, I don't know. I, I went into Deadpool 1, kind of knew what to expect, and did. And same with 2. It's, you know, 
just a bigger budget. Yeah. Mm. It was fun. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, I saw Deadpool 1 on DVD. I hadn't, I didn't see it in the cinemas. I, and everyone's like, it's great, it's great, you have to watch it. It's one of the things that a thousand people tell you to watch it and then you just kind of finally get around and you go, fucking loved it. Um, we sat down in this one and my partner, went, Patty, who was in our last episode, went, um, I don't really care for this film. And I was like, yeah, I've got no feelings about it either, really, so I guess that's good. And then we both came out of it having, having had a really good time, laughed our way through it. Um, it just delivers. Like, it just delivers. Yeah. Like, it's not here nor there. You don't really have any strong feelings either way. I've never read the comics, I'm not, so I'm not really a Deadpool fan. Mm. So for me, it was just like, there was, yeah. no, there was no history. There was no expectation. Yeah. I knew it was going to be funny. Um, the cast is great, and I was just looking at IMDb, and there were some people in that I didn't even realise were in it. Um, they had very small parts. Very um, small. Th- every, every fucking line is a reference to a Marvel or DC or something mm. else. Something, yeah. Um, I had a really good time. So, yeah. And that's what I expected, and that's what I got. So, okay, for sure. And it was crass, yeah. which I always love. So. Um, I guess we'll quickly go through the plot. So it picks yep. up straight after the first one. Yeah, pretty much. Um, except this time, Cable is a man from the future. He is the biological son of... Cyclops, except not because there were clones in. Inv- I don't know. No, no, what. it's it's he's so. the son of Cyclops and the clone of Jean Grey. Good on in him. the comics, right? Which <laughs> it interested me that just, he. As far as I knew, he was be... just a sweet dude with a bionic. That's it. Bits. That's it. It interested me that he managed to be as well rounded as he was as a character, given that they didn't go into any of his history. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. Yeah. Um. So he comes back from the future, because uh, Julian Dennison is a kid. Uh, who's got powers and um, may have affected the future in some way, so he's got to try and kill the kid. And then Deadpool's like, in the middle. No! So that's 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 the film. That's the plot. Yep. Uh, we'll go through the characters. Yeah. I guess, of course, Ryan Reynolds, uh, we'll start off with him, is perfect. You're right, Sandra. Yeah. He like, straight up is Deadpool. Yeah. He's just yeah, perfect. I agree. Unpopular opinion, but uh, I felt that with him as... Um, Greenland. Hell Jordan, yeah. <laughs> I remember watching that and just being like, yeah, Hell Jordan's just that smart-ass sort of... Like, obviously Deadpool to a way more obvious extent, yeah. but mm. I felt like that with Green Lantern. Not saying it was a great film, but I don't think it was his fault. Fault, yeah. Okay. Because I felt he did well with the character. Um, I, I found a theme with all of his references being like, you look like this character from this thing, uh, which is why I didn't like the, the Ready Player One. <laughs> Ah, uh, okay. Book, because it's essentially the same thing. It's yeah. like, you remind me of this rather than, a, you know, being a more clever uh, t- type of thing. Because there was the, that one moment where he calls one of the characters um, Brown Panther, and it's so obvious oh, that he right. overdubbed it, like, a couple months down the line just so he yeah. could sneak in that modern reference. And I'm like, ah, I like I think in like a way, that, though, but, it, it's, you know. it's not because it is so self-aware unlike mm. Ready Player One that it's like we do just make obvious jokes and yeah, obvious uh, references and, that's, that's and there exactly ain't no right. there's no warp fourth wall in this oh, film I'm sort of surprised that you see it like that because as a fan of Deadpool you see that like that's exactly what he's like though yeah it's not an issue with yeah. the film I just kind of noticed that that's where all the jokes were yeah. whereas in other forms of media this character um more directly makes fun of the the form that he's in. Yeah. It's not him being like, I'm in a film, how weird's this? Which yeah. is like what, like, I guess when it comes game. to cinema... He did, he did a few mentions of that of sort that. of thing where it was, I'm, like, yeah. really subtle, though. Like, you'd only catch it if you I think you when knew. it comes to film as opposed to comic books is 
Fortunately, when it comes to film audiences, sometimes you just have to pan to long, lowest common denominator. Yeah. And you're going to be like, is anyone going to get this? I'm bound to be much, meant heaps of references in that film that I didn't get. Yeah. But, like, there's got to be... Mm. you got to make and sure everyone... And like, oh, what's really popular at the moment? Every Marvel film ever. Yeah. yeah. That's really popular. Yeah, so I well. did yeah. find it uh, mainly in the f- opening scene when he's in the taxi. His, uh, I couldn't understand what he was saying. Yeah. Like, there was a lot... I think it was just getting back into hearing someone speak through a material mask, kind of like yeah. uh, Bane in fucking Dark Knight. I couldn't understand a word he said. But, yeah, I had a, a couple of moments in the early 10, 15 minutes of the movie. I was like... I'm sure he just said a joke because everyone else is laughing, but I had no idea what he said. Yeah, right. Um, I think that was just costume, not acting. But yeah, um, and he, because he speaks so fast as well, takes me takes a while yeah. for my ears to mm. adjust. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think mm. Ryan Reynolds is great. And there were a few moments where he was like, "You look like this person." Now that's just lazy writing. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. "There you go, self-aware." We're, we're back at it. I did like the lazy writing line yeah. actually, and he's and he's really good. Um, he also plays another character in this film who we can't mention because it is a spoiler. But that was great. Oh wow! <laughs> right. No shit. So that's funny. I didn't know that. That's fun. Uh, Josh Brolin plays Cable. Love. Mm-hmm. He's good. I love yeah. him. Yeah. He. Because he plays the straight guy in inverted commas. <coughs> when he does make what is ends up being a joke, hilarious. <laughs> when he does not even doesn't even mean it. Um, the way he puts lip balm on is wonderful. Mm. He just yeah, I love him. I think he's perfect. Before yeah. seeing this and Infinity War, I read an interview with him and he said that he enjoyed playing Thanos more and he was surprised by it. Oh. And I was sort of surprised to hear that as well. I was like, I reckon Deadpool two will be a funner film for you to be involved in and he's like, Nope. Oh, Thanos was, and now seeing them both. I wonder mm. if it's because Thanos is more <coughs> layers, fleshed out, more yeah. depth. Yeah, yeah they and I think really yeah, actors always say it's more fun to play a character with more depth than it is just yeah. to play a yeah. fun character. Yeah, I don't know how much improv was done on his side either. I was kind of like like watching it because he's really good at that sort sort of thing. Yeah, and I was like like watching it, just going, hmm, I wonder exactly how much mm. improv you did, uh, and how much coming up against Ryan Reynolds as well. Can yeah, you well, they work so well in, like, interviews and stuff. They're yep. great together. Um, I love Josh Brolin. And, yeah, I think he's signed on for, like, the next four Deadpool films. Good on him. So, I I'll be Well, I guess it lends itself it's all, it's to It's all the X-Force, though, Yeah, it? yeah. So and all, yeah, so X-Force. X-Force. <laughs> uh, Maureena Baccarin, I'm pretty sure that's how you say her name. She plays Vanessa, uh, of course, the love interest. Yeah, I think she's beautiful. She didn't have a lot to do in this film. Yeah. But um, what she did, I enjoyed. I like yeah. her as an actress. It's just... Yeah, I just kind of find her presence, the, the, that whole Deadpool's doing it because he's in love type of thing really yeah, okay. holds the crazy stories back, yeah. I think. Yeah. Because like, the, the, the first one, if you just look at the plot, it's very paint-by-numbers yeah. as a yeah. superhero film. This one isn't really. There's like some pretty fun stuff that they do in this yeah. but uh which is, just comes from the success of the first one really yeah it? but um yeah no like she's great she's a really good actress Julian Dennison plays uh Ricky Russell Baker. Collins also known as Fire Fist and of course Ricky Baker he's Fire great Fist. yeah I like him and he doesn't really change it up all that much the characters that he plays but this pretty much the same character yeah. he is all about being gangster and I was like <laughs> are you it. is this wilder people over again like thug life <laughs> Um, I think he's great, and I think he'll keep doing mm. cool stuff. Yeah, because the moments that he had that were like poignant and emotional, he was really good. Mm. Yeah, no, he was really good. And funny. there's not he much. Was, to, I mean, yeah, 
really say about it. This is great. Uh, Zazia Beats plays Domino. She's from uh, Atlanta. She's, she's incredible she's in that. She's awesome. She's probably the highlight of this film. I was waiting, because yeah, she's in the trailer, I was waiting for her to fucking turn up. She turns out like at least like half an hour or an hour in. Yeah. And then I was like, finally! She's awesome. She's really good. Domino's cool too. Mm. Yeah. You know, she was another one that people were flipping their lid about when the casting came out. And I think that she's really proven... Yeah. those people wrong oh, that's right. one of the highlights because it? everyone was like Domino's meant to be white and it's like yeah but painted white <laughs> yeah who cares well, like, so what? Um, she looks like the Joker in the comics oh, yeah. like literally painted yeah, yeah. yeah. who God. cares well you're yeah what a great but, superpower too yeah mm. just luck that that entire sequence from the trailer when she's talking about it and he's saying, "Oh, like it's know, a superpower." It's like, and, it, and she's like, "Yes, it is." And he's like, "Well, it's not not really very cinematic, but as he's saying it, you just see all the stuff." <laughs> so happening. cool, fantastic. Yeah. That, that, that unraveled really well as well. Yeah, really yeah. well shot. And <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in spoilers, yeah. but that whole scene. Oh, Excellent. oh yeah, I was mm. I, de- I died. Amazing. I deadpooled. Uh, T.J. Miller plays Weasel. He's a dick in real life, but is he really? He looks it, it like was one. The, it was with all the Kevin Spacey stuff. Uh, happened. Yeah. yeah, he got fired from Silicon Valley because of some accusations. We mentioned him in the other episode. Yeah, yeah, mm. and you're like, and oh, he's still in this. Yeah, and then they sort of were like, well, nothing's been proven, so let's not do anything about yeah. it. He's not in the next one. But then he he's got arrested. Anyway. Been terminated, well, yeah, but. because he got arrested after the movie came out for calling it a fake bomb threat. That's right. Um, what an idiot. So he got fired from Silicon <laughs> oh, Valley. I didn't really think And then they were like, great. no, he's he's all right. Let's yeah. just leave him in. And yeah, then he called a fake bomb threat in for some reason. And no, they're like, yeah, he's not going to be in any further film. Oh, well, I don't feel so bad about not really rating him in this film. Yeah. yeah. Thought he, was- uh, he was there to make the joke about how Deadpool looks like a scrotum. Yep. He's not an important. Like I thought in the first film, it was useful. Comedic timing. He is good. Mm. He is a very good comedic actor. Uh, it's just there are so many other comedic actors who are better, and they should totally recast him and for the next one, and then just make just fun of T.J. Miller for yep. the entirety of well, Deadpool Three. That's because that's what they will do. <laughs> well, it's funny what they actually did with it, with um, in Deadpool Two, yeah. how they referenced it. I don't know if you've seen, but they just did it as a little thing in the background, where. They had Fox offers whoever it was who called out and then replaced Kevin Spacey in this film. I can't remember the dude's name, Clark something. Or mm. anyway, he replaced Kevin Spacey in the film. Oh, oh right, in, yeah, um, yeah. in yeah, the guy, yeah, all the money from in the world. Santa Music. Yeah. yeah, so that guy then in this little news snippet they had this person turned down. Oh, okay. Role for role offered to him in Deadpool two as a news snippet as part of that like okay. that was their little reference to it, uh, which was, I was pretty clever. If but stuck one in there. Yeah, yeah very good. Um, there's not much of Negasonic Teenage Warhead in this, but uh, she's good. Yeah, I uh, still really like her. I found her pretty boring in the first one, and just as boring in the second she's one. But they one fleshed her out one dimension, a little, yeah, bit, a little more bit more in this. Yeah. Love interest. I wish they fleshed her out, but I guess if they're going to do an X Force film, she'll be in it. You so, and hopefully Yukio as well. I also yeah, think her, Hi, Yukio. <laughs> that whole thing. Hi, Wade. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That made me laugh. But the fact that you know Negasonic Teenage Warhead, they picked her before they even knew who or what she was for the mm. first one. <laughs> they were true. like, "Oh, this is a really, really like D or E list character that we can get." Mm. And then they're like, "She has nuclear powers or something, right?" Yeah. And then she does not. She's like psychic I hate or something. Her name. Yeah. I mean, they did that for all of. Uh, all of X Force as well, and mm. he, 
Who knows about Bedlam and yeah. Zeitgeist aside oh, from man. like the Vanisher as well? Um, and uh, Colossus was the, the, the other one I wanted to mention. He's yep. great as well. He's yep. he's so good that guy. I'm just looking at some of the cameos that I didn't pick up. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. Um, some fantastic got, cameos. I guess the majority of X-Force. those points that we should bring up are in spoilers. So should we just yeah. rate this in jumbo spoilers? Yeah, I reckon we rate in jumbo spoilers. Yeah. All right. One thumb up from me. One thumb um, up from me. Sorry. The potential to get two if I rewatch it. That's what happened with the first one. But yep. uh, it's just fun, and that's yeah. all you yeah. really I'll give it want. Two. Yeah. Two thumbs Ooh, up. You go two? two thumbs up. Yeah. I I can't think of anything that's overly negative to even take it down to one that I didn't like about it. Yeah. Um. I mean, going I said in and the, expecting yeah. something and coming out and getting what you expected is not a bad thing. No, exactly. No, no. So like exactly. It's no. not, and it's not like. It's hard because it's not like something that I'd be like, oh my God, this is the best film of all time. Sure. But it's definitely, it hit, meet my expectations. Yeah. And I enjoyed it a lot. So yep. too. Yeah. Nice. Fun time out. Yeah. yeah. I'm one thumb. Cool. Not for, I can't, couldn't tell you why. just didn't just, feel like a two yeah, thumb for me, yeah, but that's enough. cool. Yeah. Yeah. My rating system could be off given that this is the first time that it's I've all done good. it. So it, no, that's fine. <laughs> two thumbs up is essentially like five stars. Yeah. 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 Or a high four. Yeah. Four and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Say it's four and a half stars in normal Ratings, life. honestly, normal don't rating. matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> the discussion is what matters. That's right. All right, uh, spoilers. What should we get into first? I guess... There's so much to Vanessa say. Vanessa dying? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I didn't but did it. she? That's, well, well, yeah, I guess she's back now. Well, um, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, well, there is an afterlife in the MCU. I'm, at, yeah. I'm almost certain there is a plot point somewhere in Deadpool... Where he's in love with death, and the reason there why is he Tim keeps... and Thanos, and yeah. this is this is the whole thing. That's it's right, like, that's right. We've Thanos. discussed this because that's I right. was I was annoyed <laughs> that they didn't include death because that's Thanos's motivation in the comics is right. that he's trying to. It's got nothing to do with the oh yeah overpopulation. It's he's just trying to impress Lady Death. Yeah, I love that. And then Deadpool is the same, and he consistently has run-ins, and they butt heads. Thanos and Deadpool. <laughs> Ironically, That's uh, right. but heads over it. So, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas, whereas with this, yeah, they just got rid of that, and Vanessa basically became. It's a, a good point that you death. mentioned earlier about like the thing, the idea of Deadpool doing things for love, and mm. that was essentially this film. Like, she died, and then That's he was it. acting yeah. out of revenge even, for his. Even dead in the first one, love. they sort of made it like that because they did advertise it as like. This is a romantic comedy. Oh, I love that. And they that. did that to begin with, and yeah. that was great, but it was like, they've definitely done it to hit a market. And mm. then the second one, they were like, we know we don't have to, but now we need something for her to do. Oh, yeah. let's just kill her. Which was surprising. Gave them a good it was I definitely re- surprising. Yeah. I really liked uh, the opening sequence after that. The, the Bond whole, sequence. The oh. Celine Dion song. I, I, I love <laughs> that she did a song for this film. That was so good, and I just remember turning to my girlfriend and saying... This is a Bond thing. They're making this a <laughs> Bond thing. It was so funny and so they're like great. created by, written by, produced yeah. by. And they did that in the first one too. And yeah, I wasn't I expecting that. it again the second time. But mm. it was even like even just the best one that stood out to me was like cinematography by Blind Al. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, that was great. good. Perfect. I, I liked where they were. It was a really weird like, shot at the time as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, remember, I liked where they were like d- directed by one of the guys that killed John Wick's dog. Yeah, yeah, he did yeah, John yeah. Wick. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. Perfect Deadpool. Um, yeah. <laughs> it made it like, oh, that's really sad, but also we're still funny. Don't yeah. forget. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, there's also much, not necessarily more 
gore, but more kind of... It's pretty... That opening sequence where he's just, like, killing off people, I was like, whoa. Oh, yeah, the... Slices the guy's neck open with a fucking credit card. Yeah, action sequences. Yeah, we'll talk about action sequences. Um, Yeah, because, like, again, it's the the John Wick guys. He's great at that. Uh, He really brought that across here. Yeah. I think there were some moments in maybe the CGI battles where it was a little bit... But then they also point that out. They're like, oh, CGI fight coming up. Yeah, yeah. one big CGI between, <laughs> between uh, spoilers, Juggernaut. Juggernaut's and, in this. Uh, yeah. and, uh, so, um, you mean Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. yeah so you played Ryan Reynolds. There you go. I didn't yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch that either, but uh, yeah. that's, that's cool. That's yeah. funny. Um, and I think as long as you're self aware on things like that, suddenly, if it does look bad, it's forgivable because you like it's big like, CGI fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't think many movies can do. No. Deadpool is among very few movies that are able to pull that fourth wall off and just be like, "Hey, look, this may not be perfect," and keep it mm. off. Yeah, but you're going to appreciate it anyway, and yeah. we do because of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I liked a lot of the emotional beats with Dennison's character. Yeah. Like again, that's kind of what they want you to feel for Vanessa, but I didn't, and yeah. then you really d- do with him I don't know whether it's an acting mm, thing or maybe. maybe if it's just a better written character but um I don't know whether it's, it's that or too. whether it's maybe you don't feel it because the intention is that it's her setting up that you do feel it with him later on because it's the whole mm. child thing and that's she's true. supposed yeah. to be like oh, that's right. hey by the way we're trying children to have kids mm. you know children are our future make sure you look yeah yeah. the moment where he's basically telling Cable that they're not that him and um, what's his face aren't friends yeah. And then he hears them and he wants... I was like, no! Yeah. It's re- yeah, and his moments of uh, losing control and wanting to go on this path and, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's really... Yeah, it, his acting is really strong for someone his age. Yeah. That scene, though, when he's first introduced and Colossus <laughs> and Negasonic and Deadpool go out... <laughs> And That's right. he goes out and he's got the X-Men trainee out there. <laughs> <laughs> is fantastic. Little crop top. And it's that little... It's supposed to be that reference to his X-Men outfit. Yep. Where mm. he does wear the yellow, but it's sort of similar. But the way they did it is just fantastic. Yep. Speaking of costume, I did love his um, Cats Friends Forever t-shirt that Colossus puts him in when he yeah. first wakes up at the house. <laughs> I was like, I want that t-shirt. Yeah. Can we, can we talk about the X-Force... Jumping out of the plane, <laughs> high wind scene. Oh, I fantastic! No idea that that was they were going to be barely in it. So I was like, Terry Crews in awesome, he's in X Force, yep. blah, blah blah. The Vanisher, who ends up being fucking Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bill Skarsgård plays mm. the Zeitgeist, which I didn't. Right. Oh right, pick yeah, up. Anyways, yeah, he's so good. Um, Peter, oh Peter. Peter's great. And apparently, <laughs> Matt Damon's in this film as um, Redneck Number One. I love those kind of cameos, but yeah, like. When the guy went into the mulcher, and then Peter tried to save him, because I missed. Like, X-Force. I missed when he said, "My, sp- I spit vomit. I yeah. vomit. Uh, I yeah. s- vomit acid." Oh. I, for some reason in my mind, he's. I didn't understand what he said, so I had no yeah. idea. So when he's actually vomited acid, and his arms had. <laughs> and then like Vanisher runs into the cables, and meantime Domino's just like dominating. Just yeah. I thought that was so, just. <laughs> that was that was. Great. Um, what, uh, um, Terry Crews, he gets hit by a bus. So it's just like. The one thing I'll say about that sequence, though, is that the part in the trailer that they showed was I'm Bedlam, I'm Zeitgeist, I'm The Vanisher. Uh, oh, I don't like, know. oh, I'm Peter. The auditions. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. The auditions, that. that. That was 
the way that they managed to cut that in the trailer made it infinitely more funny mm. than the way that they could in the movie. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, yeah, I'm Peter. You're in. You're in and then yeah. the next shot is just him falling out of the sky. And you're just like, what? That's awesome. <laughs> when they had five or ten minutes between Peter as, getting yeah. put in, it wasn't as funny. But if you'd seen that, I felt like you could justify yeah. Yeah. like the yeah. joke still in. being there. But it just... Uh, that... The pacing of just the trailer there made me laugh mm. so much more. Mm. Mm. Yeah, great. Um, uh, speaking of gore, when the juggernaut just rips him in half. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh, the whole growing back the legs oh. sequence. Okay. Should, yeah. What did you think about when that? When he did the basic instinct moment, I lost oh. my shit. Because <laughs> you saw a little glimpse and then you yeah. saw it again and yeah. you were just like, oh, I feel uncomfortable. He's like crossing his legs in different ways. I knew that they had to do it because they, they did the hand one in the first yeah. one about yeah. the hand growing back. And I was like, there's got to be a growing back sequence. And there, there mm. was, and it was very long. <laughs> It was and then a, he walked yeah. up to Cable, and Cable was like... <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Another little throwback fun. joke that I think a lot of people would have missed um, from the first one is, um, I don't know if many people caught it, when he sneaks in to begin with, yeah. mm. and he steals the cocaine. Yeah. The cure for oh, cancer. The, the cure for blindness. For blindness, yeah. So that's like the joke from the first it's one, where he's just like, time. when he says in the first one, he goes, oh... Yeah, I've got a whole heap of illegal substances stashed in your apartment. And she's like, where? And he's like, right next to the cure for blindness. And, like, walks out. She's like, fuck you. <laughs> but it literally but, like, it was is. Legit. Yeah, I did see that, yeah. but I didn't realise it was a reference. That's funny. Yeah. Which yeah. is really funny. Um, um, just a nice little throwback. <laughs> that I'm pretty sure Blind Owl is a drug dealer in the comics or something. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, yeah. What an amazing character. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just Blind Owl. Like, it's not Owl. It's not anything else. It's Blind Owl, and that's the name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, what else? Oh yeah, when he's dying. That's an old joke That's that old everyone joke. does, but somehow it's the it's it's, it's Ryan like Reynolds. Made it's, it the, um, yeah. it's something I learned in uni, and I love it. It's called the plate barrier, where there's this old idea of like at a circus, a bunch of clowns come out and they start smashing plates. Yeah, right. And it's funny because they're smashing plates, and then they're still going, and it stops being funny. And then it's going for so long that it becomes funny again, and that's yeah. the plate barrier when you pass that. So I think they probably could have kept, could have done it once more. Yeah. The last time he did it, I was like, oh, yeah. but, but one more, I think it would have been even funnier. But yeah. they still, they still landed it. But I still think they could have like yeah. just even like a classic like uh, Family Guy moment where they over, they just overlengthen yeah. the joke and it becomes yeah exactly it becomes funny again. Mm. But yeah, yeah, you're right. It's just like anyone else could do that, but the way he does it. Um, and the things that he says when he comes back. Yeah. Papa, can you hear me? Do you want to <laughs> build like a snowman? Frozen. I knew that that reminded yeah. me of something. I was like, what is... That's I exactly went, oh, what I was thinking. Oh, my God, it does. Um, <laughs> that was pretty good. That was a cool scene. Yeah. yeah. I think one other scene that really stood out to me that I just th- thought was fantastic was him at the X-Men mansion stealing <laughs> Professor X's wheelchair. wheelchair and just crashing into things. <laughs> when he's like... Why is it that you are the only, ever the only two X Men here? Yeah, and then the and the- Nicholas Holt is there as Beast, and you see James McAvoy and Evan Peters, mm. and everyone's in there. The room, I and they're all like, "Oh, for God's sake, it's Deadpool it. again!" Yeah. Yeah. And then Beast just like silently closes the door so that he doesn't notice them. Fantastic, That's yeah. very perfect. Cool. All that they needed to be like, 
all right, we're not just too poor, mm. yeah. or they won't give yeah. us the rights to do it. I mean, we just hate Deadpool. We it just, also yeah. makes absolutely no sense timeline-wise. Timeline-wise. That's the best Deadpool. part about it as yeah. well. <laughs> I was reading an article the about... The timeline for Deadpool is also all in yeah, the place. It's it, amazing. Yeah. I was reading an article about um, Negasonic and her girlfriend, Yukio. Yukio, yeah. About how it's um, a nice... You know, the, the, the creators didn't put a same-gender, you know relationship in there to make a statement they were just like it's just real life yeah and the director mentioned that ground pool ground pool deadpool is quite a grounded film despite it being pretty fucking crazy yeah when you think about it, it's a very it's grounded yeah. in real life unless when you said like it's quite realistic as opposed to the comics which are just like nuts yeah and there's something really like cool about that that this film is so far out the gore is incredible is full-on the comedy there's no fourth wall but it is still grounded and like to be able to do that is pretty that's incredible sure. and that i think that's what it's success. That's its success. Yeah. For it. Um, mm, that's true. So, like, good on you. What's your face that directed it? I had a question. Yeah. It refers to the uh, pro- mid mid credits sequence, not post credits. There was no post credit no, sequence. No and post we sat there like fucking yep. idiots. And as we're walking out, <laughs> that's my partner, how they got us. my partner, in joking, says to the people waiting to clean up, "You could have told us there was nothing after it. We're looking like a bunch of gooses." And they thought he was serious, and they were so offended. And I was like, "We're joking, like, yeah. uh, it's, <sighs> it's all cool. Chill out." Anyway. Um, so he gets the cable's time machine, yeah, and they rig it so that he can it. use yeah. it. Yeah, can he not just go back in time and kill Thanos? Yeah, yeah, yeah he can. He can. Yeah, like yeah. little baby Thanos, bang, yeah. done. But then, like, I guess Gamora wouldn't then be alive, and like once, uh, yeah, I mean, once. <sighs> can we cross that? Can we? Yeah, there? once once there, Disney yeah. buys Fox, yeah. anything. I mean, he, he referred to Deadpool. He referred to Cable as as Thanos. Thanos yeah. and one. But I think Willy. that's also. More of the Deadpool's very aware that the Marvel films exist. Oh, and the DC mm. films, and the DC films. But so I feel like dark. he's sort of like not part of the universe. Yeah, and like I just had someone so ask me that today, never, and I was like, yes. yeah, in theory, yeah. true. Deadpool's never really in the universe. He crosses over with like some characters yeah. sometimes, yeah. but for the majority, he's just. just There's a great series where it's. Deadpool kills the Marvel universe, yes. and it's wow. like him That's just murdering one. all the writers and shit too. Nice, yeah. I just think once you goes, start introducing time travel, it's like people are going to be like, it, yeah. but you could just do this. Especially and that's why it's good like to keep Deadpool. them separate. Yeah. Um, where it's like, hey, he goes back and shoots Ryan Reynolds in the head For just before he takes Green Lantern. Yeah. And Welcome, then, Canada. And then you're like, okay, well, now is that does that mean that Ryan Reynolds doesn't exist? Therefore, Deadpool doesn't exist. Yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> really matter. <laughs> it's super fun to like talk yeah. about. But yeah, someone yeah. said that but to me today and yeah. I was like, yes, yes, he could. But then you also look at it and it's like, well, if he's done all this, the idea that he saves uh, Vanessa, is that something that is then going to be addressed in the next ones? And does that mean that everything else that he did is irrelevant? Because it was motivated it was by a, her it, death. I yeah. think the way it works is he will remember it, but it has absolutely no effect on the universe. Yeah. So in the, sure. in the movies everything going, will be the same. In yeah. the movies going forward, she's going to be there and yep. that's... The difference. That's literally because I, I was trying to remember the actress's name before we went in. So I looked up Vanessa Deadpool, and what I got was copycat. Is that they did yeah. come out today and say copycat? that she'll become copycat, and or who she is could copy- potentially? I'm not familiar. To I'm be totally not that because I was like, oh no, who's copy? I don't remember there being a copycat no. in Deadpool one, but it's like Vanessa Blah copycat. So yeah, there you go. yeah. Um, I'm just looking up. Uh, she's she's like a shapeshifter. Spoiler for Logan. I haven't seen it. <laughs> He's really? like, oh, Logan. then he went fucked up and died. I was like, thanks so much, Deadpool. And, like, the image of him, like, as his little, <laughs> on like, the, on the thing. Was. Yeah. That was great. That was funny. Yeah. And What's and the statute of limitations on Logan? 
you know, like you got a month for Infinity War. Oh, I know, <laughs> I know, but I was kind of like, damn it, I somehow hadn't known that. You definitely, yeah. definitely yeah. need to go see. Now that. I know. Yeah, it's probably this one. Um, and then of course Green Lantern, and I love how the official Green Lantern Facebook page has responded to this film. Have like, they? Give us the ring back. <laughs> yeah, Teen Titans Go and Green Lantern, and like lots of DC have been having a lot of banter with him, which is fantastic. I think that's great. Like to take it. Yeah. Funny. Yeah, and that's it. Like dumb to try and like dispute it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And like they they made a joke. They had their Green Lantern for Teen Titans Go come out and be like, "Hey, don't forget, before you were in the Marvel universe, you were one of us." Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Good sportsmanship. Exactly. Um, I think that's it. I think that's the review. I think that's the review. Anyway, (laughs) what did you think of Deadpool 2? Um, We'd love to hear your opinion. Um, Shoot us an email at feedback.nerdout at gmail.com. You can also email us directly through our Instagram page now. I figured out how to set that up. Um, Check us out on Insta, nerd underscore out underscore podcast. Um, Facebook, all the links are in the description. Um, If you've got something you want us to review, um, if you want us to watch something, read something, play something, hit us up via those... Um, ways of that's it. I told Sandra I want you to review Scott Pilgrim vs the World again. Oh, again, right. I love. No, that when film. I say again, just watch it again and yeah. review it on the podcast. Um, before we wrap up, did you have anything to plug? Yeah, plug your stuff. Sorry, I have nothing. You can so. find me All anywhere at yeah. Is that clue? And yeah, just just check it out if you like laughs. Is that clue? Definitely. Which I assume that you probably do if you saw yeah. Deadpool too. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Uh, I actually, yeah, like perfect episode perfect. to get you on because oh, like that's the, it. Well, I thought you'd done that on purpose, but there you go. That's right. Um, um, we'll yeah, we'll we'll pop links in the description. Also, just beautiful. So uh, that's it for this episode. Um, What's our I'd next like, episode? Our next episode is oh. we're going to go see Solo. Oh yeah, I'm very excited. Sandro's very excited. Rob's. Jury's still out on Rob. I am actually excited. I'm so yep. excited. It, it's getting it's like time. It's been it's, too long. It's getting like seventy five percent reviews, which is it's getting great very reviews. Good. I have been listening to you guys be extremely eh about it <laughs> not for me. so long. Not, not me. you. Not you. I have so been on board. Now that I'm watching Sandro turn around, I'm like, wait a minute. This excited. might actually be good. I'm just like, yeah, that's <laughs> yep, right. I've I'm been excited it. this whole time. So, Get um, on my level. <laughs> tune in next time to see what we thought and that's hope right. did my was I pleased? Was mm. Rob? Did Rob do a 180 and love it? That's what I'm hoping happens. I'm going to go off off theme and uh, close with a quote. Ooh. We usually open with one. I like to close with one as well. Uh, so uh, uh, before I do, we'll usually just as usual say, until next time, don't forget to nerd out. And uh, from our family to yours, keep your pants dry, your dreams wet, and remember, hugs, not drugs. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> just listening to Nerd Out, featuring Rob Lloyd, Jen Spears and Sandra Felcher. We'd like to thank RTI and the Ace Radio Network for allowing us to record in their studios. This has been an improbable podcast production. The views expressed are those of the speaker and don't necessarily reflect those of the upper speakers or the network. The opening and closing music for the show is Denial by Dark Shadows. No copyright infringement towards any of the topics we discussed was intended. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.